0: Hey Church, if you don't already know me, I'm Owen from The Youth, because this is The Youth Service. And today I'm going to be talking about something that has really shaped my Christian journey and I just really love, which is renewing your mind. Now, for some of you, this might be a fairly new topic, but you can actually see it many times in the Bible. And for instance, one of these places is Romans 12:2, which says, Do not be conformed by the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So right here, we have an example in the Bible that's telling us the key to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. When I first heard this concept, I thought, what is renewing your mind? And lucky for us, it's actually quite simple. It's a process of replacing your thoughts and beliefs with what the Bible says. What we think is very powerful. It can shape our heart beliefs. So if you're always thinking negative things about yourself and thinking you're not good enough, this can form beliefs in our heart and also make the ones that are already there stronger. If you believe that you're not good enough in your heart, then you'll believe that and you'll take on that identity and your thoughts and your actions will be driven by this belief. Proverbs 4.23 tells us we need to guard our hearts above all else because out of it flows all the issues of life. As Christians, we don't want to be aligning with what the world says, saying that we're not good enough and that we'll never be able to make it. We want to be aligning with what God says. In Colossians 3 verse 2, it says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Rather than accepting what the world says about us as true, we should start accepting what God says about us as the truth. Renewing our minds is the start of this process of persuading our hearts of God's truth. One of the ways to do this is speaking the truth over our life and thinking about things that God says about us. Now, in my household, I'm always being reminded of this because whenever we say negative things, we'll always be caught up by mom telling us to not speak that over our lives and I'm really grateful for that. Now, this is a little bit of a joke in our family because we've grown up hearing it all the time, but it does still have a deep truth rooted to it. We do need to be looking at the things we're thinking and saying about ourselves and seeing if they align with the Bible. We shouldn't be saying negative things, we should be saying the God's truth, which are always positive. If we always speak negativity over our lives, we'll start to believe it and accept it as truth. One of the most helpful things I've found personally when renewing my mind is meditation. Now, don't turn the TV off just because I said meditation. It's not the new age business of clearing your mind of all your thoughts. Christian meditation has a different focus. The goal with Christian meditation is to focus on the truth of God's word and speak it over our lives. Meditation closely lines up with renewing your mind. In the Hebrew language, meditation means to think on something, to ponder on, and to imagine. So if we're thinking on the word of God, then we're actually meditating on it. Meditation in its simplest form is thinking on something. We can meditate on things in everyday life if you constantly are saying that you can't do things or you're not able to do this or that most likely you're not going to be able to do it we need to change our thinking to believe that we can do it and we'll have a much higher chance of actually achieving this now this doesn't happen overnight we need to make conscious decisions to change our thinking and focus on god in 2 peter 1 verse 3 it says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge or experience of him who have called us by his own glory and goodness. This passage means that we have everything we need for the absolute fullness of life, the God kind of life. And it's also good to remember that this is in past tense, which means it already has happened. We're not waiting for anything to happen. So we already have the fullness of life within us. We just need to access it. I used to think that you had to ask for more from God and you had to wait for him to give you stuff and I thought it was always so confusing when all these worship songs were saying God we want more we want you to give us more or talking about waiting from stuff from God but the truth is we don't have to wait and we don't have to ask for more from God because he's already given us it all on the cross all that we need is already within us I didn't understand what living under the new covenant meant I now know that if you have accepted Jesus into your life, you have his life and his power within you already. When Jesus died on the cross, he overcame sin. But not only that, he gave us righteousness and wholeness in our spirit. And when Jesus was in the grave, he overcame sickness. He overcame death by his faith. It says in Colossians 2.10 that we are complete in Christ. We don't need to ask for more, we just need to access the power already within us. Now how do we do that? The Bible tells us that receiving anything from God is by grace through faith. Faith means to trust or to be fully persuaded. We can reap the benefits of God's finished work on the cross. We just need to know what those benefits are and be persuaded that these things are ours in Jesus. I'd like to share one example from my life where my thoughts towards healing have changed. So now whenever I have pain or injuries I know they have no place in my body and I can tell them to leave because I have Jesus power within me. Now one example of this is my dad and I were camping last weekend in the Warren Bungles and I was splitting a log and I had this really sharp pain in my lower back and at first I didn't think it was that bad but after a while it got worse and worse and eventually I had to lie down and I couldn't move. and. At this point, it was a bit of a bummer because the next day we were gonna go for a long hike and there was no way I was gonna do it in this state. So what I did was I prayed over it. I spoke God's word over it. Since I have that belief and I know that that pain doesn't belong in my body, I told it to leave and I prayed over it. And after this, I was able to get up, but I was still a bit painful. After a night of praying and persuading my heart of the truth that I am healed through Christ, the next day I was ready to go for a hike and I had no pain left in my back. This just shows that we have to persuade our hearts of God's truth and that you are already healed through God's work on the cross. This is just one way to persuade your heart of God's truths. I already knew that I was healed through God's work on the cross. All I had to do was think on and believe that I was already fully healed. I just had to persuade my heart of this. This will continue to be a journey of persuading my heart of God's truth. So in the small things I can practice on, but if a big thing ever comes around, I'll be equipped and I'll know what to do. I'll have those beliefs already set, written on my heart, and I'll know that I am healed in Christ and that I am enough. I'll know the biblical truth about myself. It means if troubles come, then I'll be firm in my foundation on God. If I don't see healing happen, it doesn't mean God doesn't want to heal me. It just means I haven't fully persuaded my heart that he has already healed me. It isn't because I don't have faith and I shouldn't feel bad about myself for not having enough faith. I know I'm on a journey of persuading my heart. Some things we can see in front of us might shake us, but we can stand strong in God's truth and keep persuading our heart even in the middle of storms. Another really important thing is we need to have a teachable heart so that if we think something is true and it actually isn't, we haven't got our hearts so stubborn and hardened that we can't learn the truth that God has for us. If you aren't open to hearing and learning from God, you won't be able to grow as a person or in your relationship with Christ. By being open to learning, we can accept what God says about us rather than the world. In Mark four twenty five, Jesus says, "'To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. What this is saying is if we listen to God rather than staying in what we think is true, then we'll be able to learn and grow. One very important thing to know is your relationship with God is a journey and there's always something new to learn. You don't get to a point in a relationship where you know everything. A good relationship isn't all about head knowledge. It's a journey of living every day together and going through life connecting with each other at a heart level. So we can change our thoughts and beliefs by renewing our mind. The goal of changing our minds is to align ourselves with God's truth found in the Bible. When we accept God's truth, we change our belief, our action, and our character. God has already transformed our spirit. We are a new creation. To see this in our everyday lives, we renew our mind to the truth that has already been done, not by our effort or power, but by Jesus's faith. So, to finish off, I just want to share a verse that I hope will encourage you in your journey of persuading your heart. It's from Galatians 2 12. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.